You're listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health, live on AM980 or online at am980.ca. Got a question about healthcare, dieting, exercising? Give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your host, Ron Young. Good morning, London. I want to thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, of course, every Saturday at the 9.30 half hour, myself, uh, We'll be uh, along with the MedPoint team, but uh, this week I've actually traded in the MedPoint team for some A-list celebrities. Uh, I dipped into the uh, MedPoint wallet, so to say, and uh, when I couldn't get Tom Cruise or Brad Pitt, uh, Tony Ross and Andrew Lawton came up on my list next. So, <laughs> guys, Brad pleasure. Brad Pitt not around, eh? Well, yeah, he wasn't here. I I, I'm, I'm so glad to be the fill-in backup <laughs> Third choice for your morning (laughs) fitness show after I saw you when I was doing my workout. I'm glad that I'm like, oh, yeah, by the way, maybe we'll get to you if everyone else says no. Yeah. No, it's awesome. I want to thank you guys for joining us today. And, uh, of course, you guys went through it. You guys experienced the MedPoint 13-week challenge. You guys rocked it. Thank you. Just say that. You you were both in the gym working hard. Now, your paths never crossed because, of course, Andrew, you were in the morning and uh, Tony, you're in, in the afternoon. Yeah. So uh, I never got to see Andrew uh, in action. We didn't. Yeah. You didn't even know if he was actually working or not. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. I questioned it. <laughs> yeah. I questioned for a while. <laughs> and Andrew, was the feelings mutual? You weren't sure if she was doing anything? No, or? unlike Tony, I'm actually a trusting human being. Yeah. <laughs> so I did not doubt my fellow partner in fitness's goals, unlike she go. did with me. I mean, this is like a giant hug from a porcupine from both of you right now. Like, <laughs> a, I didn't want you on the show, but Tony was canceled. Tony, I didn't think you were actually working out. But Brad Pitt canceled. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, you know, it was, it was great. And uh, and even if Tony hates me, it was actually uh, a pleasure to be doing it alongside her. Because even though I didn't see her at the gym, we still got to look at the updates uh, for each other uh, on social yeah. media as they were going up and on the MedPoint website. So it was pretty neat to be able to do that. It was awesome. And, of course, your, your paths crossed this week uh, on Friday, actually. You guys were in the gym uh, at the same time. So um, we want to talk right now about life after, well, you're still having MedPoint, but life certainly after the 13-week program. Um, give me a sense of what was going through your head when the program kind of finished, and uh, did you have the confidence to keep going? Did you have the motivation to keep going? I would say I uh, I realized that I can push myself to new limits, and I didn't want to stop, so that's why I continued to train at MedPoint, because having someone there, my trainer, uh, Peter, kind of pushing me along, a lot of the time when I work it on my own, I'm like, oh, I'm I'm tired. I, mm-hmm. I can't do anymore. But having him there, he's like, no, you can keep going. And I can. So I do have more confidence. And, you know, as a, a female, obviously looking in the mirror feels a lot better because mm-hmm. I feel a lot stronger and uh, just overall healthier as well. Because with the fitness challenge, you also did the nutritional side. So I've been eating a lot healthier and that's kind of carried on over. So um, I'm feeling a lot younger. So it's been great. Excellent. And Andrew? I had a similar experience. I was looking forward at the beginning. So going back to, I think it was September, October, to doing the the 13-week challenge. And I remember after the first week, (laughs) and I I told my trainer this a couple of months later, but after the first week, I'm like, oh my gosh, what have I done? Okay, (laughs) I I only have like 12 weeks left of this. 12 weeks, three months, I can do it. The picture of you in the shower. Yeah, (laughs) and that was it. I mean, the the first day, it was sort of a joke, but it it was an accurate representation of how I felt. I was just sitting on the floor of the shower on my towel, just like passed out against the wall, and I took a, a picture 
in the mirror and I'm like, yeah, this is my first med point workout. Awesome. And, and I'm looking not only at what I was doing then. I mean, we're, we're talking like bench pressing with just the bar and, and, and you know, doing a squat where I'm going down like four inches. Mm. And that to now ha- has dramatically changed. I mean, I'm lifting weight that I, I didn't even know what, what I could put on the bar. Mm. And now I'm lifting it in the actual exercise. But, but more importantly, how I'm feeling. Yeah. I feel better now after doing more work than I did at the beginning of, of the 13 weeks uh, going back to the fall with doing a, a fraction of the work. So, so not only has my ability gone up, but my ability to handle mm-hmm. yeah. uh, that, that strength in the workout has, has dramatically increased as well. And, and that, to me, ha- has been the biggest motivation. Yeah. Because earlier on, it's like, okay, my motivation to going to the gym was, I have an appointment with my trainer. I have to go. It, it's unfortunate, and I don't like that I, I, don't I, I see it that way, but, but if you have a fixed time, it's a lot easier to go. Yeah. Whereas now, I, I'm seeing my trainer twice a week and, and going once a week on my own, and I'm still going on my own, even though there's no one to actually make me go. Mm-hmm. And that's important. The accountability is important. Uh, you both kind of touched on this feeling better. There are a lot of goals that are kind of almost secondary, but when you think of it in ways of, oh, this is bettering my health, maybe they should ha- have more attention focused on them because, uh, you know, having more energy levels through the day, sleeping better, um, certainly cardiovascularly, not getting fatigued as quickly. Um, the the initial thought when going into a program is always weight loss, weight loss, and, and maybe strength and flexibility come with it. But maybe talk about, uh, Andrew, how things have kind of changed. Are you sleeping better, energy levels in the morning? You know, stuff like that. Some of the some of the intangibles that maybe people don't don't recognize right away when signing up for a fitness program. The sleep was a really difficult one because when I started the program I had this sort of mindset that, okay, okay, your your commitment to fitness happens when you're at the gym. And I, and I knew deep down that wasn't really that realistic, but that was sort of what I was thinking. And you don't really know, not for me anyway, not having a fitness background going into it, how much outside of the gym is important. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the obvious one, which is nutrition, which Tony mentioned earlier, but other things as well. Like the fact is you need to sleep more yeah. if you're working out. And, and, and that's tough for me, someone who, who does work a lot and someone who typically is, is running around the city, going out of town a lot, yeah. doing a lot of stuff. It, it's difficult to do. So th- there's still a growth that I'm going through on, on that area. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's been one thing, though, is that I'm actually able to get a better sleep. I used to have you know problems with like waking up in the night, turning mm-hmm. and tossing it, and now I'm finding I'm sleeping more through. And it's not just from being exhausted from the workout. I think it's just in general, just having more of a, of a focus on getting a good, healthy rest. Yeah. And Tony, kind of similar stuff for you or... Yeah, you you live a live a busy schedule, right? Yeah, and uh, I I was working out prior to MedPoint, but mm-hmm. uh, as I said before, I wasn't pushing myself to that new level. I think for me, it was more getting into a routine. Mm-hmm. It's hard with mm-hmm. like Andrew can touch base on this too. Like with our work schedules, it's all over the place. Sometimes you're in super early, sometimes you're staying late, and I think that and then just, events on weekends too. And, yeah, and, stuff, like, <laughs> and and fitness it's was not never, a nine to five gig for either of us. Yeah, and fitness was never really a top priority and I think that just making it one you know uh, I've 
my boyfriend will attest to this, that I have no trouble sleeping ever. I could sleep <laughs> through anything. The alarm goes up at uh, five in the morning, but we're in bed pretty early. Yeah. Um, so I feel great. And waking up at five before, I would be groggy and I wouldn't yeah. want to start the day. Now, though, it's like, OK, it's five. Let's start the day. OK, I'm going to the gym. I've got my training at seven yeah, this morning. This. So, yeah, yeah it's been uh, overall, I would say it's been very positive for me and all aspects and you even touched on it like the cardiovascular like cardio I'm better at like usually I'd be panting like a dog after a workout or running on a treadmill for a while but now it's yeah I'm in pain and yeah I'm sweating but I recover a lot faster Mm -hmm. and uh, I just want to give you both the opportunity right now because your trainers (laughs) are not here (laughs) (laughs) what if you can say one thing to them right now without having to suffer with extra burpees or deadlifts or anything like that. What is it? Tony, we'll start with you. Speak speak to Peter right now. <laughs> speak to Peter. Well, I would have to actually thank Peter for everything he's done because, yes, the burpees suck, but I do feel great after. Okay. And I don't really want him to know that because then he'll just give me more burpees and say <laughs> you feel great after. I'm like, but I do uh, I do feel a lot better after the workouts that we have together. So I do want to thank him, but I hope that he does not hear that. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to thank Jonathan for never, ha- never having made me do a burpee in the entire oh, time yes. <laughs> I've been with him. And I just want to like look at Tony and go, ha, 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 ha. Because oh. I've seen other people do them. Yeah. And I've seen like, like a Tony-shaped imprint on the floor from when she must have been doing them and I've never had to. Now I've had That's to do awesome. other things that, that are my equivalent of burpees that I don't want to name because I know that that means when I see John the next yeah. Wednesday I will have to do them. Like yeah. I, He may not be here now but he will be listening he right now. He makes you lift really heavy weights, right? So Yeah, yeah he and- does and, and there was this one exercise he made me do early on and it was brutal. It's called a Turkish lift. And it's like, you you know, because you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, this is great. That but but people listening, one. don't even look it up because it, it'll <laughs> hurt you to watch a video of it. You have to, like, hold this weight over your head yeah. and get down on the ground and then stand up without moving the weight at all. And you do this, like, five times in a row. Like, yeah. after the first time, I was done. And, and then you have to keep doing it. So What were those Turkish people thinking? Yeah, about? exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm more of, like, the, you know, Turkish set it down nicely and go away. But the... The, the whole thing, though, is a lot of these exercises that I did at the beginning of the program and then I've redone later on, yeah. exercises that I feared when I first did them because I hated them so much. I'm like, oh, oh, this now wasn't actually that bad. It. Yeah, yeah, okay. I still complain, though. And <laughs> oh, I feel no, I bad. I don't Yeah, worry. I feel bad for Peter to have to put up with my sass all the time because, yeah. you know, I, I say that I'm going to hurt him every time that he makes me do bu- uh, burpees or box jumps. We did oh, death, yeah, no, I'm death by box yeah. jumps. Yeah. But after you complete something like that, it's something that I never thought I could do. And then after, like, pouring sweat, super red, can't breathe, and then Peter will give me a high five. And it's like, yeah. you know what? That that was awesome. Yeah. It hurts. Oh, usually when I'm in that place, he just gives me a 45-pound weight and says, do it again for, <laughs> for Jonathan. But, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's other ones. Like, there's this one uh, drill uh, that I've done a couple times. It's, like, I don't know what the name of it is, but you have to do a bunch of box jumps and then a bunch of deadlifts. And then you yeah. have to do more box jumps, more deadlifts. Then you have to do 21 of each, 15 of each, and, and then oh, 9 yeah. of each. And and you do this, and, it, and by the time you get to the end of it, you just feel so terrible. But every time I've I've been at that point, 
I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna, really I'm, I'm not gonna say you feel right really. Now. I'm not gonna say this feels really good. I enjoy this so much. <laughs> this is like you know watching a movie. But but then you get to the point where you have like you know nine or nine left. Yeah. And there's this this glimmer of hope of like oh my gosh I'm doing this. Yeah. And it, it's amazing how much the, the mental place that you can be in when you're working out affects it. And, and that's what I used mm-hmm. to not realize, which is that you can psych yourself into doing something, but you can also psych yourself out of it. So so yeah. changing your attitude with how you look at working out is yeah. so paramount. And that's been one of the biggest things that I've gotten out of this, which is a confidence that, hey, I can do this. Mm-hmm. It's all in the mind. And I would just like to say uh, to the listener at home that's uh, tuning in right now, we have big smiles on our yeah. faces. <laughs> I know it sounds like we're complaining about how hard these things are, but it's fun to talk about it after. Yeah. Well, and, every, and every time I always think the same thing, which is it's worth it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the accountability is is one of the biggest things. I mean, a lot of people make the excuse, right? And they don't go to the gym and they don't follow through with it uh, because, you know, my couch is more comfortable because, uh, oh, I need to go to this event and, and, and drink or eat or whatever. They don't take that hour out for themselves. And, and I want to tell you both that I'm really proud of you guys for doing Aww, that, for making you. that commitment thanks, to yourselves Ron. to better your health. Well, thanks for thanks for letting us. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, because because I think you could do a, a very similar program with someone that doesn't know what they're doing and you wouldn't get the results that I know, mm-hmm. know I've gotten out of MedPoint. Yeah, good. So uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break here. Uh, when we come back, we're going to keep Tony and Andrew, and we're going to be talking about a couple fitness articles in the news today. All right, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health, live on AM980 or online at am980.ca. The most interesting health news, advice, and your calls at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Once again, here's your host, Ron Young. Want to welcome you back to the program. If you haven't been listening uh, for the last uh, 12, 15 minutes here, and when we open up the show, we have the privilege of having Andrew Lawton, AM980's own, and uh, Fresh Radio, Tony Ross, 1031, uh, in here joining us. I usually have the MedPoint team, but I traded them in because these guys are now experts in <laughs> fitness. Let's face it, right? Yes, we are. They've been coming into the MedPoint uh, not only for their 13-week challenge, but they've also said, you know what? Fitness is important for me. It's important for my health. I want to continue on with this. And, uh, you know, they've been a part of the MedPoint family now for for a few months. So that's great, guys. And we love seeing you in the gym working hard. Uh, they talked a little bit about their time and, and uh, what they're doing now. Certainly, they're still with MedPoint, uh, and fitness has become a focal point for them. And we're just going to have some fun now and talk about some of the relevant health articles that are going around right now and uh, just our thoughts on it. So uh, we're going to start with this treadmill uh, <laughs> desk because Tony didn't even know that these existed when I, when I told her about them yesterday. And uh, she was actually on the treadmill at MedPoint. <laughs> And um, we we played around with the speed and uh, the did. intensity of it just to kind of see what people are experiencing. Actually, yeah, because you're actually working and walking on a treadmill at the same time, which you would think would be a great exercise. But yeah. then you were saying that the it's not as great as it sounds. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, because I'm I'm all about fitness. I'm all about exercising wherever possible, whenever possible. Of course, we talked about the Mexico uh, subway and they're doing squats for bus tokens or or subway tickets, which is kind of cool. But, you know, the whole concept of working at a desk while you're walking was introduced and it actually picked up a lot of steam. 
maybe more popular in Toronto offices. Uh, but what they're saying is researchers are now studying this because it's in a lot of office buildings, and they're saying that the effort level just isn't what people expected when they first bought it. So when I had Tony uh, on the treadmill yesterday there, I was saying they averaged 1.8 miles per hour. Tony, tell the listeners how slow 1.8 miles per hour is, just in case they don't know. Uh, It was a leisurely stroll, I would say. I actually had to... Uh, mentally slow myself down yeah. to go that speed. But obviously, if you're working on a computer, that kind of takes into effect. But exactly. you bumped it up uh, like to about 2.8 miles per yeah. hour. And that was... And you still was, felt like you could... I could do stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. at the point that I was still walking on the treadmill, and to put it in perspective, it was at 3.5 at that point. Mm-hmm. So slowing it down to 2.8, not that bad. If you're to read bad. or key something in, then you're still able to do it. Andrew, talk to me about what you think... Uh, they say only 10% of people actually are interested in, in using a treadmill desk uh, in this study that they did of 700 people. So that'd be 70 people actually interested in it. And if the average speed is 1.8 miles per hour, I, at least you're doing something. But shouldn't people be more interested in it? If you had a treadmill at this desk right now that we're talking at, would you use it? Would you be inclined to use it? I, I'm, I'm convinced that the other 630 are like me and just had no idea it existed, and that's right. why they weren't interested. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm, I'm not qualified to speak on this, because when you work in radio, I'm not sure it would work. You know, like, hi, <laughs> welcome <laughs> to <laughs> the... Like, I, I, I just don't think it Kinda would work. Kind of gasping for air, right? But it, it's funny, though, because for me, it would almost be more desirable not necessarily this proposal but mm. to do something that involved you exercising while you're doing something else because it, it takes away the the excuses that i used to use that a lot of people use oh i don't have the time or i'm busy or i do stuff like mm. that if you're like well actually do have the time you're going to be there anyway <laughs> for so, eight hours <laughs> yeah yeah so at, at the same time it, it does i think in that respect seem a bit desirable i guess my question would be from what i've learned i, I just don't know how much it would actually Accomplished because right. you know when I'm at the gym, it's not you know a leisurely stroll that I'm doing. It's a very high intensity, very high um, type of effort that's going into yeah. it. But there are other times where you know my trainer will say, "Okay, you know, go for a walk tonight. Yeah. Go for a walk later today." And you, you just go out. You know, whether it's I'm walking to the grocery store instead yeah. of driving, or whether I'm you know walking to get a coffee at the corner instead of just getting my car and going, like stuff like that, where you're not exerting yourself, but it's just healthier behavior, healthier activity. Yeah. And you two both have the job where, you know, you are stationed at the desk for for long periods, but you're running kind of back and forth. I mean, a lot of people, unfortunately, you know, I think in the... And uh, in Tony's case, she does dance while she's on air, too. It's true. I stand during my show, but when I'm at the uh, desk doing the music side of things, I am sitting in an Mm. office chair, and that's where a large portion of my day is. But I wanted to bring up the stability ball. Yes, that is a good argument. Yeah, because I've seen these articles where sitting on a stability ball while you're at a computer is good for the core. Yes, and it is good for the core, actually. Uh, you know, it will exert uh, light, a light load on the muscle bodies of the core, so the transverse abdominals, the back, the multifidus, stuff like that. So your core belt does get stronger. Sorry to throw all this. Yeah, things. I was like, well, you see. You know, I'll, just, I'll just throw all here. these muscle names at you guys here. <laughs> Um, no, but it does work. And, and maybe that's, and I've talked to Craig Needles before about this on his show, uh, that 
you know, you're going to come in here one morning and I'm just going to outfit the whole station with Can you? Balls. I would love that. And more importantly, I would love it to see my <laughs> other uh, fellow broadcasters on the AM980 walk in there and have their chair gone and play yeah, some stability like ball. Devin, eh? <laughs> yes, Devin, I would we're coming love, after you. I, if you can bring one in next week, I would be all for doing this other show. <laughs> now, with the treadmills in the offices, and I guess it is a big thing now, mm-hmm. would it be more cost effective for a company to have a workout room for their employees where it's, you know, okay, you want to take an hour to yeah. work out, go run on the treadmill, lift That's some weights. That's what Google weights. does. Yeah. But, but not all companies are doing it, and it seems that they're, okay, well, we'll give you treadmill desks so you can do that. But then you're not really focusing on your work as much, but you're not focusing on your workout. So yeah. Well, and that's, that kind of raises another argument because you want your staff to be healthy, and you certainly want them working for you for a long time. Right. right? They want Tony Ross until you're 90, 92 years old, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, as long as I'm uh, <laughs> but good, that's the thing. good enough for them. <laughs> as you age, our bodies break down, right? So the more that we can combat against that and use preventative uh, measures, the better it's going to be for us. So certainly making sure that you take time out and, and having a, a gym in the office or a gym space that you can, because the treadmill is not for everybody. What if you have a, an employee who has knee issues or something like that? Um, then maybe just having free weights would be more of or a, or a better solution or a bike. Yeah, what about an exercise bike desk? Because that seems to be a bit better for the stability. Maybe argument. you're on the stuff Because you're sitting on the chair at least. So, I mean, my thing is typing standing just seems like... Can we patent this right now? Like, is this... Uh because we could make a lot of money off of this. I'm all for that. Let's just outfit, I don't a, think outfit, I've outfit seen, a computer to the bike at MedPoint. I don't think I've seen a, a bike desk now. I mean, obviously. Well, there we go. You've just made it up. up. <laughs> Here we go. So uh, myself, Andrew, and Tony are now going to start... Uh, a little business. We'll, we'll, take it, we'll take it to Dragon's Den next, this, uh, next yes. year. So uh, the other thing that we wanted to talk about, uh, and we'll just do this really quick, was uh, the bikini body... Uh, girl and the banana girl. Bikini. They're in a war of words. I just wanted to mention this real quickly. Uh, the girl who uh, came up with the uh, bikini body guide yep. is now in a war of words with this banana girl um, because <laughs> it's hard to say that with her <laughs> yeah. chuckling, eh? But they're in a war of words. Bikini, over bikini girl versus banana girl. Who would win in a wrestling match? Bikini girl. Yeah. Hundred so, percent. Anyway, I don't, does Banana Girl have like the Donkey Kong like <laughs> throwing bananas? I mean, if we're going to take the war argument here, I think Banana Girl might win. The reason why I wanted to mention this article, you have these two going back and forth, and they're both big Instagram names or whatever. I just want to caution people who follow uh, these these big fitness names, gr- gurus, right? because we don't know what their fitness background is. We don't know. Uh, what their motives are behind it, whether they're tr- just trying to get stardom or whether they genuinely care about the population. I'm sure they're trying to be helpful, but at the same time, you know, making sure that you have expert advice uh, is certainly important in the fitness and nutrition field because you guys know, being in our program, certainly there's about a thousand ways to do an exercise the wrong way and only one way to do it the right way. It's true. <laughs> so uh, just a caution to listeners, um, make sure that you know what you're getting into. Make sure you know that the information that you're obtaining is from a credible source and not from somebody who's just eating bananas and taking selfies. <laughs> because certainly that that's might... banana girl, right? Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> hope let's so, not yeah. confuse the two here. <laughs> a bikini girl may eat some bananas, but maybe now that this whole squabble has come about, she's refusing to eat bananas. Well, and I think with anything that you see online, you should always double check it, especially yes. if you're looking at workouts yeah. and maybe even ask. Uh, if you're going to a gym, ask 
a professional there, or yeah. I mean, always just check out MedPoint because yeah. that's worked out for us. So that's all we got for this uh, sh- this show this week. Uh, I want to thank you two for joining us. Yeah, anytime. And uh, we'll see you every Saturday this week, this time going forward. Right? Yeah. Uh, Wait. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Bring Peter back. Yeah, um, I might be working out this time next Saturday. Thanks for tuning okay. in, everyone. Cheers. You've been listening to MedPoint's Half Hour of Health. Listen back next Saturday morning at 9.30 for a new episode on AM 980. Or check out past shows on our website at am980.ca.